0: Training horses doesn't always happen inside a ring. In this episode of Barn Stories, training happens on a trip into town to buy sausages.
1: Welcome to the Barn Stories podcast. I'm Lori Prinz, editor of Equus Magazine. And
0: I'm managing editor, Christine Barricat.
1: This podcast features our favorite essays and articles published in Equus over the past 40 years. Although Equus is known for articles on horse care and veterinary research,
0: a deep emotional connection to horses is something we all share. I really
1: enjoyed the slice of life essays we've published in Equus over the years.
0: They've given us glimpses
1: of life with horses nearly everywhere, from wilderness areas to large cities to distant locales like the village in North Wales where this essay takes place. No matter how different the setting may be from our own, the horse experience is unifying.
0: That's right. The training troubles the rider in this essay is facing will be familiar to anyone, anywhere. And that's because horses don't really care how idyllic or exotic a setting might be when they decide they're going to be stubborn. But if I were given a choice to work with a stubborn horse here at home or work with a stubborn horse in a small town in rural North Wales, I think I'm picking Wales.
1: Me too. So let's listen to Small Victories written by Joe Roberts and read by Taylor
0: Autumn.
2: often try to combine my riding with other chores, such as exercising the dog or running an errand. So when I realized this morning that I needed some sausages from the butcher, I decided to fit my saddlebags and ride the couple of miles to the village shops. It does my quarter horse, Appaloosa mare Casey, good to see the village life. We live out in the sticks here in rural North Wales, and she never sees a bus, an umbrella, or even a robe marking, unless we head down to the village. There's nowhere to tie her up outside the butcher's, so I have to dismount and pop my head in through the door to ask for what I want. The butcher and the other customers never fail to be amused by the spectacle of someone doing a spot of shopping on horseback. Animals are great icebreakers. It's funny how people we don't know will talk to us if we have an animal. As I'm waiting for the butcher to bag my sausages and bring them out, a man walks right up to Casey and asks, So what's your name then? She greets him like a sport. At the post office, I leave Casey tied up outside. Her new endurance bridle, with clip-on rope reins, is proving very handy for shopping. I hear the bus roar by as I'm at the counter buying stamps, and I glance around quickly to check on Casey. But she's all right, just relaxed and waiting patiently for me. Heading toward home, I'm feeling quite chirpy. I've had a nice ride, chatted with some familiar and unfamiliar faces, and done errands that would have otherwise involved using the car. So I start to whistle, Rose of Alabama." which goes nicely with Casey's cool little jog. Then, a man steps out of his front gate, taking his dog for a walk, and gives Casey a little start. "'Oh, hello,' I say. "'I didn't see you there.' He laughs. "'Whistling like that, you remind me of John Wayne!' As a 43-year-old woman, I should probably take being compared to Rooster Cogburn as something akin to an insult." But I don't. I'm smiling as we trot steadily through the streets toward the big hill home, with Casey keeping time to my whistles with her smooth, rhythmic jog. Today's ride might not seem like anything special. I've traveled this route hundreds of times before. But today, I really came to appreciate just how far this mare of mine has come over the past two years.
0: Colic can happen to any horse. Protect yourself and your horse with Colic Care, SmartPak's free program that provides up to $10,000 in colic surgery reimbursement. Colic Care combines SmartPak's best hindgut supplements with preventive care from your veterinarian to help lower your horse's risk of digestive upset. Plus, you get the ultimate peace of mind knowing that you have the financial resources to provide the care your horse deserves should you ever need it. Visit SmartPak.com forward slash coliccare or call one 800 four six one eight eight nine eight to get started today.
2: Casey has been a bit of a madam in the past. And before she came to me, she had been sold regularly, sometimes after as little as six months. She was opinionated, bossy, and marish, as well as distrustful and cautious. And when I first owned her, she would stop dead refusing to enter the village, and trying to return home. Failing that, she would reverse at great speed. After checking the tack and her back, I decided the only way was to outstubborn her, and for many weeks we went every other day, and she would dance around, refuse to move, shy at all manner of things, and generally make the ride as unpleasant as possible. A mixture of carrots some nifty reverse turns, and dog determination not to have a horse that refuses to go certain places, has meant that finally we can now go to the village, with very little ado. This might seem like a small achievement, but to me, it's a huge step. There is no magic wand, is there? Just persistence.
0: Thanks for listening to Barn Stories. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a favorite article or essay from the Equus Archives that you'd like us to feature in a future podcast, let us know. You can reach us at Stories all one word, at gmail.com. Did you enjoy this episode of Barn Stories? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Thanks for listening. The Barn Stories Podcast is a production of the Equine Podcast Network, an entity of the Equine Network.